0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management. We all have those thoughts that will not die. Along with many other thought distractions, these can keep us from thinking clearly and focusing on what we desire and who we can be. This is Help My Thoughts Are Holding Me Hostage with Dr. Jeffrey Fannin. What if you could learn to command the power of thought and make the laws of the universe work in your favor? It can be done, and it just takes some adjustments to become a thought genius. Now, here is your host, Dr. Jeffrey L. Fannin.
1: Welcome to another episode of Help My Thoughts Are Holding Me Hostage. on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Uh, My guest today is Brenda Fulkerson. uh, This is part two of uh, a a previous show that we did. Um, Just to uh, give you a little more background on on Brenda, she was born into a family of natural healers and intuitives in North Carolina. Uh, But as she grew up in the South, uh, really didn't warrant using her skills much as a youngster. So uh, the first recall of her gift was about age four, and this uh, it was many years later that Brenda was able to open up to others and uh, let them know about the things that she experienced and saw. Uh, Brenda holds a doctor of divinity, a doctor of metaphysics, credentials uh, of ministry, and is a, a Reiki uh, master teacher. And uh, Brenda also studied with the National Christian Counselor Association, the NCCA. So uh, uh, today uh, we want to spend a lot of time talking about Reiki. Uh, so Brenda has been uh, actually doing Reiki on uh, on me for several weeks now, and so we thought we would explore. The aspects of Reiki. We've done uh, some scientific uh, brain mapping and uh, GDV work and looking at the energy that uh, goes around uh, Reiki and and so forth. So, um, uh, Brenda, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you very much. I'm very happy to be here.
1: Good. Uh, It's it's really great to have you here. uh, We always love to spend time with you. So, how long have you been doing Reiki?
2: I was attuned to Reiki back in 1998. Uh, It was one of the most incredible experiences I've ever had. I just love, I love the Reiki. But in 1998, I met uh, Marian Esther, and she is my Reiki master teacher. She's the one who attuned me, and it was an, um, an experience that I had with her, that changed my entire life the reiki energy helped change my mental emotional spiritual and my physical being so for many years now i've been uh, working with reiki
1: and and what drew you to want to work with reiki as opposed to some other energy healing kind of thing
2: well i had uh, always wanted to be a nurse or to be in the healing field but with when i was introduced to reiki uh, it was so easy and so simple. I had explored um, quantum touch and the reconnection and different types of healing uh, modalities. but Reiki seemed to be the most uh, genuine the the clearest energy for me where I could feel it. I could experience it myself when I was using the energy, I could actually experience that feeling when I was giving it to my uh, to my clients or to my family. Uh, with the other modalities, I didn't necessarily feel that connection to the energy as well.
1: You know, there seems to be a clarity uh, about that as as uh, you've done, Reiki uh, on I, I hesitate to use the word on me uh, is probably more with me than on me uh, <clears throat> kind of situation. But um, there are a couple things that I noticed that, that I can feel the energy from your hands. Uh, and, and so there's a, there's this warmth, uh, that, that, you know, when people have warm touch or cold touch, I mean, you can tell that, but there, there is this sense about the energy that it is energy and not body heat. You, you know what I mean?
2: I know exactly what you mean. It's like it's like you can. It's like a force, an energy force that's coming through. Um, it's like uh, turning the light switch on, and you don't know where the power comes from when your light comes on in the ceiling or the lamp. That's what happens with the use of the Reiki symbols. When you pull that energy in, it just opens up that floodgate of energy coming from the universal life force energy. It just starts flowing through you, and it. The practitioner and there's there's just no stopping that energy. And people who are highly sensitive or sensitive people can feel that energy. Um, you're highly sensitive. You you can feel the energy. Uh, it's an incredible experience. I feel.
1: Yeah, even when you have uh, your hands above me, I can still feel the radiation of that energy coming down. And it's it's not like electrical energy. Uh, which, which has uh, a more stark quality to it. This is just uh, a warm, even flow of energy. It's like it's connecting with the energy centers on my body as, as you have your hands above me. And it, uh, it is very soothing and relaxing kind of energy.
2: Well, that is, that's the flow of the universal energy. And it's just, it is a, um, the energy helps heal on the physical, the mental, emotional, and spiritual level. And it can flow through the body. And the reason that, Uh, The reason that you can feel it, even though I don't have my hands on your body, it can travel through time and space. I can say to you, I'm going to send you Reiki for the next 30 days, and you will feel that energy flowing to you for 30 days.
1: So basically, because of quantum entanglement, that the energy... um, I understand some things about subtle energy and I would classify this as uh, subtle energy as far as healing is concerned. And and much of the universe is made up of subtle energy by way of example. Um, When you look at pictures or things from the Hubble telescope of of galaxies that are turning, they're moving, and you can see that movement, I've often wondered what causes that to move. And uh, now we understand through science that it really is subtle energy, that subtle energy is what makes up the entire universe. And so uh, if, if I were to make a, uh, a quantum leap of uh, information here, believing that the Reiki energy uh, has a lot to do with subtle energy, that they are um, one and the same, uh, would, would
2: I would absolutely agree with that you're more scientific on that part I'm the more practical uh, on that, but I feel that you're absolutely correct and that's what with the use of the symbols we're tapping into that subtle energy.
1: can you tell us a little bit about those symbols i I've, I've seen pictures of them and they're they're amazing symbols It's like they call to you to
2: right well uh, the Chukure is is uh, a symbol that we use to, like the light switch that turns the energy on to bring the energy in. Um, Say haiki is another symbol that we use for the mental and emotional healing, with the intent of the energy we create, the intent to help heal on the mental and the emotional. Uh, Dicomio is another symbol that we use, and that is for your spiritual healing, uh, and that can be spiritual and throughout your lifetimes. A Hoshan Zishonan is also a symbol that heals past lives and future lives. So if there's issues that's going on within your body, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, that comes from a past life experience, then that symbol will help bring about healing throughout your past lifetimes to help heal the cause of whatever is ailing you today. So these symbols were given to Dr. Yuchi back in... in, um, Early 1900s, and he is, and that energy brings about such a great healing for the body. So, using the symbols with the intent brings all that energy to that time and space in this moment to help heal you.
1: So, do you use those symbols while you're doing Reiki? Do you focus on one particular symbol or several of them?
2: I use every single symbol every single time because I feel that, you know, I don't want to miss any, any avenue of healing. So some people will use one symbol specifically. They'll turn the light switch on, you know, the, and then they'll use if you're needing a mental and emotional healing or physical healing. But I feel that we need to use all the symbols on every at every time.
1: Well, that makes sense.
2: And I use every single symbol and I will draw those symbols several times uh, during the process of the treatment that I give.
1: Oh, that's, you, I, I've been, uh, I'm in the process of writing a scientific paper right now, and part of that, uh, uh, writing about uh, Qigong, uh, and how how the energy of that functions, and so forth, and Qigong has been around for a long time, just like Reiki, for, you know, uh, thousands of years, literally, and... And there are some similarities, but yet a number of great differences. Are are you aware of any of the differences between Reiki and, say, Kong that that maybe we can understand, you know, why not just have one?
2: Well, I feel that uh, I'm not real familiar with that technique. I'm more with the other, like the uh, reconnection and the... um, that type of energy but i have not had any experience with that i've had clients has had experience with that but i don't know a whole lot about that myself i didn't explore that after i found right
1: well i know that there are different cultures you know in uh, in mexico they have uh, one type and in uh, polynesia they it's called prana and, and there are many other cultures that have energy that that they have used within their culture is Reiki just one of those uh, that kind of emerged in a culture, and then all of a sudden it just became very popular? I know it wasn't that long ago that uh, it wasn't being used in hospitals, and now it's used quite extensively in hospitals.
2: Well, I believe that it was start. Well, it did start out in Japan, but I do feel that it is the explosion of it is that it works. That's why it's so popular. It works. People, um, people know that it works. They can feel the energy. They see the results. Uh, I work with uh, several people who are dealing with cancer and chemo. And I work with people who to help through their chemo to bring about a uh, less response, you know, negative response to the chemo treatment. And it helps so much with that. And I feel that any of these different modalities of healing, no matter what it may be, whether it be prana healing, Reiki healing, Q uh, uh, any of those things, those types of fe- healing is coming from the same universal life force energy. You know, it's like, it's all the same energy
1: yeah so it, it kind of evolved the same energy evolved into different cultures and how they use that exactly. and and they figured out how specifically that can be uh, utilized uh, for healing purposes and I know some of the research that we have done and measured that energy and how it changes in the body and and we see, uh, you know, realignment of the chakra centers when when people receive that. And, you know, not only the person who's administering it, but the person receiving it. So there, it seems like there are benefits to both sides.
2: Absolutely. Whenever I give a treatment, if when I'm given a Reiki treatment, I am also receiving a Reiki treatment because I'm, you know, I'm that channel for the Reiki energy, but the receiver also, you receive the energy but as I give that energy I receive it as well so it's a two-way street I, I love it I love the energy of Reiki you Kind of when I'm giving Reiki and I get into an, like an altered state of consciousness when I'm giving a, a, someone Reiki it's like I'm out of body it's like I'm just kinda of a vessel for that energy to come through and I step out of the way so what I like to think of myself is is a channel for that Reiki energy uh, I'm. I personally, Brenda, I'm not giving that Reiki. I am just channeling that
1: Reiki. I see. So, uh, yeah. On on the other side of that, uh, receiving that, uh, I find that that I get uh, when when we start a Reiki session and you have your fingers on the the back of my head as I'm laying down, and uh, I don't know that I I feel a lot. I feel very relaxed. But I don't... I can feel the the warmth of your fingers, you know, the energy coming through there. Excuse me. It seems as though the power of the energy uh, tends to build the longer the Reiki session goes, at least from my perspective. Because then I go get more relaxed. I go tend to go deeper, and, and yet I feel conscious uh, about and, and aware of everything that's going on around me and the things that you're doing. And yet um, you've told me a few times that, that I kind of went to sleep, which I don't doubt that. <clears throat> but um, is there some part of the Reiki that the power and the intensity builds the longer that you're doing it? Or is it just because you're working on different areas of the body?
2: Well, my perspective of that is the more you are relaxed, the more relaxed you become, the more you're going to feel the energy and the more intensity you'll feel. That's just showing <coughs> that the energy is the same, but because you're Tense up, you've got all the worries of the day on your mind or the night or what have you. But once the Reiki energy starts relaxing you, you're more able to absorb more of the energy.
1: Oh, well, that, that's an interesting thought. Uh, from a physiological standpoint, I wonder, because uh, when we are tense and stressed, uh, to whatever degree that is, we, our body tends to produce more cortisol, I wonder if once you start to relax and that cortisol production goes down, that you're more receptive to the energy and, and it can do more things because you're not putting up that resistance.
2: Absolutely. That's correct. That's what's going on.
1: Well, we have a lot more to talk about. So um, let's uh, just take a short break. Uh, you're listening to Help My Thoughts Are Holding Me Hostage on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Do you find
0: that some of your hopes and dreams aren't happening the way you thought they would? Maybe your power of intention needs fine-tuning. The latest scientific research indicates that the problem is related to your subconscious belief patterns. They determine your behavior as well as create the message that is being broadcast into the field. Only 5% of what we think about comes through the conscious thinking part of our brain and the rest is processed through the subconscious part of our brain. You need the Thought Genius Kit. The Thought Genius Kit is an amazing combination of tools and technology that is not sold in stores anywhere, but you can get it from ThoughtGenius.com. If you want to know what your subconscious thinks and feels about something, all you have to do is think about it and watch the indicators on the screen. The Thought Genius Kit also comes with a lifetime subscription for creating your own mind movies. Get more information and read scientific research before you order the Thought Genius Kit at ThoughtGenius.com. That's ThoughtGenius.com. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television?
1: Let us surprise you.
0: Visit VoiceAmerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Help, My Thoughts Are Holding Me Hostage. To reach Dr. Jeffrey L. Fannin or his guest today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radioshow at thoughtgenius.com.
1: Now, back to this week's program. Well, we're back with my guest, Brenda Fulkerson. And uh, we've been talking about Reiki, uh, a very interesting healing uh, modality that has been around for a long time. And, uh, uh, you know, we were talking the other day and you were telling me something about Reiki attunement. Uh, Help us understand a little bit more about what an attunement is and why should somebody get that?
2: Well, a Reiki attunement is how you become a Reiki practitioner. Uh, Attunement process can can uh, be the most incredible experience for a person. When you are tuned to Reiki, what is happening is a Reiki master teacher is giving you the symbols, are actually, um, it's like implanting those symbols into your energy field. And that is where the energy symbols are placed on your forehead, over the heart chakra. So it's a, uh, the crown chakra, the brow chakra, the throat chakra, the heart chakra, and also on the uh, shoulders and the back of the head. So you're being, those symbols are being placed in your energy field, which is opening you up to receive the energy from the universe in order for you then to pass that on to a client.
1: So this these symbols, Uh, It sounds like they might have energy of their own to to help guide a person in this process.
2: They're very powerful symbols. Yes, they do. And what happens with the Reiki symbols, uh, you know, they can be used in so many different ways. There cannot cannot be any negative use of the symbols, but uh, I've had people who... um, have used the symbols over their checkbook to increase the energy of their money, and I've had people who use the symbols for so many different reasons to increase uh, increase their energy, to increase these different things in their energy feel. So yes, the symbols have a very are very powerful. They have that energy of their own.
1: So it gets down to you know the how we create elements in our reality. Uh, so if we have a particular vibration that we hold for, say, 17 seconds. And uh, we know in physics that the law of attraction basically says if you hold that energy that is vibrating in a particular manner for about 17 seconds, other energy like that will be attracted to it. And so um, as that energy is attracted to it, there is, uh, it creates what's called a constructive interference pattern. So the energy the amplitude of the energy increases each one of those thoughts or energy patterns that are like it, that are drawn to it. And after 68 seconds, it has created enough energy and enough momentum that it begins to affect particle matter. And that's how we attract certain things to us in uh, in our reality. So if I translate that scientific explanation into what you just told me, that if, if somebody is using the, a particular Reiki symbol over their checkbook, <clears throat> which it, it's not going to make their checkbook magic. It, what it is is the intention.
2: The intent.
1: Yeah, so they put the intention out there and are able to create vibrations or a, a message that goes out to the universe to attract other energy that is like that. And, and bring about more affluence or abundance or freedom or essentially anything that we put out there. Is that correct?
2: That's absolutely correct. It's like that you're, you're attracting that to you. And that's why there's so many miracles with Reiki treatment when people receive a Reiki treatment. It's because your practitioner, your Reiki practitioner is intending in that moment to give this healing setting that intent before you start the treatment. I'm giving this healing as a practitioner to this person on the table. So you create that and that you repeat that over and over. My intent is to give Reiki healing. My intent is to give Reiki healing. And as you give that intent repeatedly through the treatment process, you've created your 68 seconds of intent to bring about that complete healing for that person on the table.
1: Yeah, it, it also seems that there is, is some sort of... Um transformation of that energy in uh, when we understand the, the relationship of the mitochondria of the cell and energy that comes down through that, you know, based on biophotonic energy that is basically a relationship between the mitochondria and the microtubule and that relationship creates that biophotonic energy, then there is a, a, another relationship that is formed. Or so it would seem I'm hypothesizing here based on the research and things that we have done and things that I've read about this. So this additional relationship is as you use the Reiki energy, It is creating taking that intention or the purpose of it and and focusing it into this to the energy of the cells. Which then creates a resonation, The cells communicate with each other and pass that information along in order to um, either repair a cell or replace a cell, or those kinds of things that we now understand in in, uh, in the biological functions of what what goes on there. I just find that so amazing that you know we live in a universe that has this kind of energy. And we as human beings can, uh, actually, uh, get involved with that energy and we can, we can use it, uh, for communicating with cells, for energy, for emotions, uh, improving mood and, and and all of those aspects. I just, I just find that amazing, you know, and then to see that happen with different people. Uh, you probably have a lot of stories about things like that.
2: I do. It, it's interesting. I've um, I've had several of, of my clients who have explained to me how they feel after they have been on the table. I've had a miracle with a couple of my ladies who had cancer, who um, had been diagnosed with cancer and went back for their follow-up before surgery. And it was like tumors had disappeared Uh, experiences had been uh, you know they some had shrunk some which totally healed I have clients that come in on a regular basis because it keeps them balanced I've had you know I've had I'd like to tell you a story about my grandson. When I first started doing Reiki back in 98, I was practicing on everything that didn't move to do the attunements. I practiced and gave attunements to the kids, and I gave attunements to my grandson. And, you know, anyone that would sit still long enough for the attunement, I would give it to. So I was practicing, practicing. So my grandson was 10 years old, and he and his friend Stephen were out playing. And Stephen cut the tip of his finger almost off. Oh, wow. And so Christopher, my grandson, grabbed his hand, his fingertip. Come run! He says, "We gotta go, Grandma. I've Gotta go to Grandma because Grandma can heal this." So Christopher held Stephen's fingertip in place, running back to the to home for me. When Christopher said, "Look, Grandma," he opened his hand, and Stephen's fingertip was sealed. I'll be darned. And within a fifteen-minute, you know, time frame, Christopher held that finger. But he, he didn't even state the intent. He was attuned to Reiki with the intent to get to grandma to heal it. Mm. And in that time frame, the finger had healed.
1: Yeah, so we are all connected. We
2: are connected because yeah. he, was, he knew that connecting to grandma, that would, be, that would heal. So it, that was an incredible experience for not only for a young two young, men, two young men, you know, young mm. kids actually. And for me, because I was new at that time. That was
1: back... Yeah, and, and so they didn't really have to understand how Reiki worked.
2: No, they just and saw it.
1: They were attuned.
2: They were attuned to it. Yeah. Exactly.
1: So yeah, that's uh that's simply amazing.
2: It was an amazing incredible validation for me because when I first started to receive the attunement, I'm I don't want to say I'm a very spiritual person, but I am um involved with the, with my church, and I never want to do anything against my church belief. So during the attunement, uh, while I was waiting to be attuned, I was praying to God and saying, hey, if this is not the right thing, if this is something that I shouldn't be doing, don't let it take Don't let it take. But if it is, let me know. And in my attunement process when I was being attuned, I literally felt I was being held in the hands of God and being told that it was okay. And I felt so much love and so much, I can't even explain the contentment and the feeling that I was at the right place There's just no way I could never do
1: Reiki. Yeah, if if the universe is so full of subtle energy, and subtle energy is that label that we give to this force, this abundant force in the universe, um, then, yeah, whether you believe in God or whether you call it uh, source or or whatever, um, it just seems to make sense that there would be that all-loving, all-giving kind of force in the universe that allowed uh, allows healing and uh, uh, really anything. Ask and you shall receive it, w- whether it's wanted or unwanted. So it works on both sides of, of that.
2: Absolutely. Always be sure you ask for what you want because you're going to get it.
1: Yeah, yes. Yeah. So, and sometimes we have those situations that come up. Or we aren't even aware that we're asking for something that we don't want. And it's just like, well, I I wouldn't have asked for that. But that's what you project out there. And, uh, you know, the basis of of prayer comes along the the same form. uh, Depends on what you're asking for. Uh, We we can be consciously uh, saying one thing, I want this, I want this, I want this. But subconsciously, uh, that's what's going to be broadcast into the field. And uh, a subconscious belief is nothing more than a thought that we have over and over and over again. So we kind of have to be careful of what we think about. You know, Absolutely. Do you think there's any kind of a relationship between thought and, and the energy of Reiki and, and healing and so forth?
2: I absolutely believe there is. Um, I'll relate another story about... Uh, I have a client, I love her dearly, and she's, I have a nat- native tribe in Canada, and she had this intent that, that the tribe, was her ceremony was going to heal her of what was going on, and not Reiki. Reiki would help her with this, but Reiki wouldn't help her with that. No. So her belief system was delaying her healing, because she thought that the tribe energy, the the ceremonies of the tribe would be the one that would heal her. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, the energy between the two, thank you, God, she's come to the sense that however the healing energy comes, it's okay now.
1: Yeah, one thing we understand scientifically when, when something like that happens is that we are splitting our energy. Right. And so if we are trying to focus on two or more things, then the energy is split and you know, uh, when I do consults with advanced meditators all the time, I'm very often telling them that uh, when you have an intention, uh, you put it out there, um, he, the universe is not deaf. You know, you don't have to keep repeating it. I want this, I want this, I want this. Because when you do that, you tend to split the energy and you're creating more resistance into the field. So the the force of the energy is not... Uh, Attuned, if we can use that word, with the intent, and so uh, you you tend to create this resistance in the field that then um, keeps away the very thing that somebody is trying to attune them to, which brings me to another thought: if I'm splitting my energy and you are focused with your energy as a Reiki healer. can that override the resistance that I'm putting in out there in the field
2: well, it can if your intent is to be healed, but you still have all these different things, eventually we can pull that energy back and and get it back on track, so yes, it can override that, not your free will because your intent your internal intent is to be healed
1: yeah so the it really is an alignment exactly. issue so you bring that fragmentation of the energy that is <clears throat> out there um, uh, broken into different pieces and through the Reiki or the attunement, you're able to bring that back together and align it so that the intent uh, can take place.
2: That's correct.
1: Oh, very good.
2: Because you have all these different fragments of energy, you want, you want like you were speaking – you want this, you want something else, you want, th- and all of these things, it's like you're praying, you're asking, and all of this. The Reiki energy will help gather all those pieces up and put it into a one package for you.
1: Yeah, and I know that um, when we see the alignment of energy in people's body um, uh, through you know the, the the brain maps and the uh, GDV that we've done with Reiki, looking at the differences before and after, that there is an amazing uh, transformation that takes place and that alignment, um, and and I find that incredibly interesting. How does the energy get aligned? What what is the force? What is the energy? What is that causes that to come into alignment? And it seems to be um, focus, you know, so as the Reiki uh, master, you are putting focus and intention which allows uh, that to create a field within a field that we now are calling the biophotonic field effect. And that focus and intention is what uh, is the energy pulled together to allow that alignment to occur and the and the healing to occur.
2: That's correct. It's like all of this energy, all these things, it's like that you're pulling, you're pulling this energy, you're pulling and you're putting all this focus into that. And what you want to do is you just want to I what I do is I pull my intention, I set my intent before I start the session. My intent is XYZ for this person and pull that energy and then I will feel different er- in different areas of the body where things are out of alignment and I will give extra energy in there to pull that into alignment.
1: Yeah, uh, just uh, very amazing energy. And uh, uh, I think scientifically we're getting to the point where not only can we measure things like that, but it uh, helps us understand a little bit more. And uh, as I write some of these scientific papers uh, about these things, um, just that education of of uh, exploring these energies and and so many other people out there who have um, looked at energy healing in a different way. you know we were talking a little earlier about chikong and and they had uh, there have been many instances where the chikong master can can take uh, and knock a stick out of somebody's hand. You know, they've, they've had demonstrations where they've, they've shown the power of that and, and able to uh, coalesce that energy to a point and focus it where uh, they can uh, not only knock the stick out of a person's hand, but, but stop a person in their tracks and, and literally knock them down because of the force of that energy. So there are so many things that we have to learn about that energy and how it works and, uh, and uh, how we can utilize that, you know, for the benefit of others as uh, uh, I, th- I think is the era that we're now moving into. So let's uh, continue with this conversation and take a short break right now. You're listening to Help My Thoughts Are Holding Me Hostage on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN get the lowdown on guests new shows and your favorites that's voice america trn
0: do you find that some of your hopes and dreams aren't happening the way you thought they would maybe your power of intention needs fine tuning the latest scientific research indicates that the problem is related to your subconscious belief patterns they determine your behavior as well as create the message that is being broadcast into the field Only 5% of what we think about comes through the conscious thinking part of our brain. And the rest is processed through the subconscious part of our brain. You need the Thought Genius Kit. The Thought Genius Kit is an amazing combination of tools and technology that is not sold in stores anywhere. But you can get it from ThoughtGenius.com. If you want to know what your subconscious thinks and feels about something, all you have to do is think about it and watch the indicators on the screen. The Thought Genius Kit also comes with a lifetime subscription for creating your own mind movies. Get more information and read scientific research before you order the Thought Genius Kit at thoughtgenius.com. That's thoughtgenius.com. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television?
1: Let us surprise you.
0: Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Help! My Thoughts Are Holding Me Hostage. To reach Dr. Jeffrey L. Fannin or his guest today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radioshow at thoughtgenius.com. Now,
1: back to this week's program. Welcome back to Help My Thoughts Are Holding Me Hostage with my guest, uh, Brenda Fulkerson. And uh, we've been exploring the avenues of Reiki here. And, uh, uh, you know, I, before I met you, I had never had Reiki done. And uh, and I'm, I have become a very big believer in it now because I feel so different after I've had a, a Reiki session. And just uh, the amount of clarity that I have in my thinking... Uh, feeling more relaxed, feeling, we keep using that word attunement. I feel more in tune. Um, uh, I find that my own personal intuition is a little um, more vibrant, if I can use that word. That uh, <clears throat> and, and so uh, I, I really find that there is a, a great deal of value in, uh, in that Reiki uh, proposition here. So, because of my scientific nature, um, I always, uh, and I've always been this way ever since I, I started uh, into this field, that somebody would say, Well, what about this? Okay, yeah, let's do it. Let's try it. Let's do a brain map on it, you know? And so over the last 17 years, I've done, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of brain maps, you know, on clinical situations, on, uh, uh, you know, one of my, Uh, favorite hobbies is to uh, do brain maps on people who have special gifts, whether they're intuitive or clairvoyant or uh, whatever. And recently we did some brain maps um, uh, with Reiki. And so um, uh, Brenda was such a a gracious guinea pig uh, for that. And uh, because of this technology that we have, uh, the device is called the DSi 24 and it's a wireless, uh, which makes it, uh, different than conventional brain maps where we can, uh, put the device on a person's head and there are no wires to encumber and it's a, it's Bluetooth. So they have, uh, they can be at a distance from the computer that's actually recording the EEG data. So it's, great that we have that kind of technology or we wouldn't be able to to do these kinds of things. So we put this contraption on Brenda's head and uh, at first we, we ran a baseline. So we recorded about uh, four minutes with her eyes closed and four minutes with her eyes open. And then we put her brain on task so that it was doing something other than nothing, which is usually uh, just reading in a book or a magazine. And then... We uh, started recording uh, during a Reiki session to see what goes on in the brain. So before we talk about what we saw there, maybe you can tell about what it was like on your side of that, wearing that contraption.
2: Well, uh, it it was definitely a little bit interesting, but I, what happened for me once I got started, I got into the groove of doing the Reiki, so I actually kind of forgot it was on until I would move. And I think, oh, should I move with this on or not? So that was that was my, my concern is if I move it, am I going to mess it up? But the, the aspect of doing the Reiki with that on... I was so happy to be able to do that and find out what was really going on in my brain because sometimes when I'm doing Reiki, like I said earlier, I get out of body kinda I I'm just kinda in the groove and just channeling that energy. So I was I was excited to find out what was gonna happen or what I was gonna find out about the process. I know what I feel, it's like I feel this energy, I feel all of these wonderful feelings for people and I feel the love that's going through me for people to help heal them, but I was excited to see what my brain was doing.
1: You know, there there are so many interesting elements of that. And <clears throat> let me see if I can uh, set up the uh, uh, what had happened uh, doing it uh, through speech rather than showing pictures of that. That that we did get some really interesting brain maps. Um, one thing that I found over uh, a you know, basically the last uh, three, three and a half years of measuring people um, in different conditions, uh, one element seems to be kind of a hallmark or a guiding element that helps us understand. So when we look at the brain frequencies, one hertz, two hertz, three hertz, we're generally measuring all the way up to 30 hertz. So each of them have... um, a group that has a particular job, if you will, or uh, frequency. so one, two, and three hertz, we would call that delta. That's their slow frequencies. When delta is dominant, will uh, people will be asleep. Um, <clears throat> when people have a head injury, oftentimes there's a, a lot of delta in, involved delta and theta. The next group is four, five, six, seven, and eight hertz, and we call that group theta. Um, then 9, 10, 11, 12, we call that alpha, and then uh, <clears throat> 13, 14, and 15, we identify them as being SMR, sensory motor rhythm, and then 16 to 30 is your uh, beta, your thinking activity, but one of the um, markers that we see very, very often at one hertz, and it's it's usually only at one hertz. <clears throat> and one hertz also has a lot to do with what we call the default mechanism of the brain. All human brains basically function the, the same way. but uh, And one hertz is one way of identifying that. But when we see one hertz as being two to three standard deviations below normal, so we see that in the color blue, the dark blue, we know that the person has a strong connection to the field. and <clears throat> And so after literally doing thousands of these and and talking with the people that had it done we we've now come to that conclusion the and so when we did your baseline and and uh, <clears throat> looking at your eyes closed um, <clears throat> you had that blue one Hertz and it was very very pronounced so it was You know, knowing you the way I do, there's no doubt in my mind that you were connected to the field (laughs) because that's what happens. But when you started doing the Reiki and we have seen this with a huge number of people who are energy healers, it goes to the other end of the scale and all of a sudden that one hertz is all red. And so in, in reading some research and, and understanding uh, uh, dr. Norm Sheely's work, who uh, he is a medical doctor and he, he has a, uh, a center where he works with uh, medical intuitives. so people who are actually making medical diagnoses uh, using some of this energy, but uh, they would have uh, this three standard deviations above normal. so, yours shifted from the baseline to you doing the Reiki where that happened. And when I have consults with people who who we know for a fact are energy workers who work with people, um, that we've seen that signature with them a lot. And so I have opportunity to talk with them and look at the research, and now we have research of our own, which tends to validate that. So here you are in just the eyes closed condition and you have that uh, blue and then you start doing the Reiki and all of a sudden the energy shifts and now you're tapped into the field with the energy that is used for healing. And so I find that kind of amazing.
2: I find it amazing that it can be measured like that. It It was very gratifying to me to be able to Uh, Do that and find that out. All that information.
1: Yeah. So it's um, uh, technologically the brain map that we saw was was um, extremely interesting. And when we when we looked at the coherence, you had a very coherent brain. It, It also showed up a signature that we see very often when people are highly intuitive. So in the delta and the theta, we were able to see that level of coherence, you know, that uh, was, was there. It wasn't an increase because it's with you all the time. So you're tapped in, into that. And uh, so um, I know that you are uh, doing, getting ready to do uh, a lecture series and uh, some classes and things. Maybe tell us about that, how people can uh, connect with you.
2: Well, I will be at Storm Wisdom uh, doing a channeling session on March the 12th. That is from 1 until 3, March 12th, that's a Saturday.
1: What is uh, Storm Wisdom?
2: Storm Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore. It's at um, the 51 and Shea Boulevard. They are a beautiful, beautiful store. And I also do private classes for Reiki uh, at my home. I do private Reiki uh, attunements at home. I also do intuitive readings through my home office. And I can be reached at 602 274. Three six four five. Also, my website is www.BrendaFulkerson.com. That's F-U-L-K-E-R-S-O-N. I have I've uh, been doing this now since nineteen ninety eight, and I'm loving my life, loving the work that I do, loving helping people achieve their highest goals in life.
1: Um, do you do you have any? Uh... Kinds of stories or things that that people might be interested in, uh, so they would want to say, "Yeah, I, I want some of that." You know, <laughs> I, I can tell them, you know, what I have experienced, and and I, you know, I think it's amazing, and I think you know everybody should do it all the time. You know, it's just it's something for that attunement and alignment, but. Uh, Maybe you have a few more stories. Well, I have
2: a story I'd like to tell, and it, it sounds kind of out there, but I'll tell you. Uh, this happened maybe six years ago. I was not in the best of place in my mind. I was tired. I had been working a lot, and a spirit told me, okay, you need to go down to um, Chipotle. You need to go to Chipotle. I'm like, I don't want to go. <laughs> it's like, you know, you've got to go now. Well, I didn't have makeup, but you know, I was dressed, but I didn't have my makeup. Go now. So I went, I got in line, I got in line and went to the, I went down to Chipotle and the lady in front of me said, tell her it's not complete. She needs to go back to the doctor. And I'm like, I can't tell her that she's dressed to the nines. You know, she's decked out beautifully. Tell her she needs to go back to the doctor and tell her now. So I tapped her on the shoulder and said, excuse me, but I have a message for you. Uh, Spirit wants you to know that you need to go back to the doctor. It's not complete. They didn't get it all. She broke down in tears and said, I knew there was something wrong. I knew they didn't get it all and they wouldn't listen to me. So after I gave her the message, I said, okay, now you can go home. So I turned around and left. <laughs> and I did give her my card so she didn't think I was crazy. I said, this is what I do, and this is the message for you. And uh, same thing happened to me. This is outside of, the, of my office. I was... Um, You had said I'm on all the time, and it's a true statement. I went to uh, another restaurant and was sitting there, and Spirit gave me the message to tell the man in the corner they were had a business meeting that he needed to make a phone call to the previous deal he had closed. It wasn't done. And once again, I kind of argued for a minute, and they said, just tell him that he needs to make a phone call. The deal's not done. So I went up. And said, "Excuse me, I have a message for you." But they want you to know that you need to make a phone call. That your deal is not closed yet. It's not complete. And he looked at me and he said, "Thank you. I know that. I just had a feeling I should call them. I'm going to call them right now." I don't know the results of it, but he. But I do know that he. He didn't think I was crazy. He didn't think I was. You know, you. I. Well, they're going to think I'm crazy. I can't tell them that. And I had one lady that came to me and she said, am I ever going to get married? And I said, you're going to be married? You're going to be married by, in October. And this was like March. Well, she, come October, she wasn't married. She got upset. The following October, she came by on her way to the airport. I'm going to go on a cruise and get married. So if you're told that you're going to be, something's going to happen, Spirit doesn't have a year per se, they gave me a, a month. They just didn't give
1: me the right year. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. So, yeah, <clears throat> there is so much that we don't know about uh, things, but we, we know that we are all connected. And quantum entanglement entanglement does exist. And uh, science has shown us so many wondrous things. And now I think we're entering into an era where um, not only we, we can measure those things, but we're learning how to use them. And, you know, the, uh, it, it's, it's not like uh, in the past where people have always had these gifts and have always had this information. And some people have been connected to it. But it seems now that there are many people, it's not just a select few, are uh, being able to take advantage of that energy and that their own intuition is, uh, is blossoming.
2: Well, the veil is being lifted between the, the, for lack of a better uh, explanation, the real world and the spirit world. The spirit world is a real world, I feel. So that veil is being lifted so that everyone, everyone is born with this ability, everybody. But we we teach our kids, the kids say, well, Grandma, I saw I saw great-grandma, she was here. Pl- oh, you didn't see great-grandma, she passed away five years ago. You weren't even born when she... And we, as parents, will tell our children and discredit them so they, they quit saying that it's real. They just So we're doing a disservice to our children by not allowing them to, to express themselves, what they're seeing. And I believe that when children are coloring outside the lines, you know, we teach them to color within the line. Let the children color outside the line. They're seeing their auras
1: yeah that's for sure and and we hear more and more of those kinds of stories brenda it's been a, a real pleasure to have you on here and i'm sure we'll we'll talk more and have more episodes with just because there are so many amazing things uh that you're involved in that science is involved in and i appreciate the opportunity to uh to be able to use some of the uh, technology that we have in, in exploring some of the, those uh, things with you and bridging that gap between science and spirituality.
2: Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure.
1: And uh, we invite you to uh, come back next week for another exciting episode of Help My Thoughts Are Holding Me Hostage on the Voice Empowerment Channel. Thank you for
0: tuning in to the show this week. Please join Dr. Jeffrey Fannin again for another edition of Help. My thoughts are holding me hostage. Listen every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have the best week possible.